Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. What was the single biggest missed opportunity? And I'm talking about an individual play. Um, so is there a play in your mind that you can recall that was the single biggest missed opportunity for the Bruins to either put the series away or extend a lead at a point where, you know, it would have put the game out of reach, things like that. Brian, do you want to take the obvious one this time or want me to go first again? Yeah, I was going to say uh, <laughs> um <laughs> Oh god, that's funny. Uh, well, what Scott's alluding to is the the opportunity for Brad Marchand to end the series literally on a last second breakaway, uh, end of regulation game five, and of course, of course, Bobrovsky makes a save. You go to overtime, you lose the game. That all mark mistake doesn't happen if if Marchand buries that. And for all for all the talk about how gritty Florida is and how how much they they just outman Boston in the series, and let's be honest, for a lot of the series they did, but. But it's all it's all for naught if the Bruins find a way to steal a series in five games after not playing their best hockey. And that's exactly what would have happened had Martian found the back of the net there. So certainly that's the most obvious missed opportunity. And I kind of dragged it on for a little bit longer so that you guys could think of a less obvious one. Well, I want to push back on that though, because I said this at the time and I still believe this. There was if if he had a few more seconds, I think then I would call that the single biggest missed opportunity. But he had no time to make a move. He wasn't able to really have his best chance at a breakaway because I wasn't even sure if he was going to get that shot off in time. Like he was coming up to the crease. He was coming up to his shooting position with pretty much no time left on the clock. And obviously when you know you have that little time, you're in your head, you're it's you're not set up for success on a breakaway. If you're wondering like, do I even have time to make a move or two? Um, I think that if say that happened with five seconds left, that he got the shot off with five seconds left, that'd be different. But it was like a second or less that he got the shot off in. And I just think that Marshawn obviously has brought that up as something he, that's going to haunt him. But that seems like, of course, would have been great. Would have been a great way to end the series, everything. The, the ceiling would have caved in on the garden. But I don't see that as the single biggest mistake because of the timing of it. Um, well, real, real quick, though, I just want to clarify. So this question is missed opportunity, right? Not yeah. mistake. Oh, so, yeah. Sorry. Missed opportunity. So, so I don't see that yeah. as, as a missed opportunity. Be the biggest missed opportunity I mean, he, is he, a missed opportunity. He definitely, he definitely didn't have the luxury of a penalty shot where you have all the time in the world or, or a yeah. shootout shot. But I will say, and, and if he had more time and he knew that, maybe he would have done something different. All that said, though, he still got a really hard snapshot off that he scores on most of the time. So 
it was a yeah. it was it wasn't a blunder by him. It was a phenomenal save by Bobrovsky. It was I mean it's a missed opportunity in my mind. Yeah, and it's, it's not like you have to like shoot from just inside the blue line. Like he still he still got a good shot off and and had had enough time. Like yeah, he couldn't slow down and do you know a dipsy do, but like he got into the slot and got a good good really good look. And there was even like a rebound before the buzzer actually sounded that. Um, I forget who the Panthers defenseman was, but it like ricocheted off him and it was like imagine if that like imagine if like Bobrovsky makes a save and then it goes off the defenseman and in there probably wasn't enough time for that to happen but like the rebound did pop out too before the the buzzer sounded um the other one for me so like I guess so I I approach this question like similar to Brian as in terms of not necessarily like a bad play or like someone screwing something up but just Exactly, like missed opportunity is like you look and you're like, man, if that's just like a little more this way. But game seven in overtime, Pasnak had a couple great chances, and one of them he beats Bobrovsky over the right arm, and it hits the shaft of Bobrovsky's stick and goes wide. Like I don't, you know, Pasnak couldn't re- have really done anything different. It was a good shot; he had him beat. But so maybe you know less like missed opportunity in terms of like Pasternak missing it, but just in terms of like a game of interest type thing, just the, the pure, I think like, like goalies will try to tell you that, Hey, the, the top of our stick is part of our equipment. Like we, we have control over that. But in my mind, like those saves are, are very lucky when, when you get those off the top part of the stick and Bobrovsky got one. So, you know, maybe it's good positioning and then he knew it was there or whatever, but, I think that's just like sheer luck where Pasnak had him beat and it's in the top corner if it doesn't doesn't hit Bobrovsky's stick. I, and I want to go to the last five minutes of regulation in game seven because I think there were a lot of missed opportunities in that five-minute span. Um, so with 412 left, Orlov hit the pipe. That would have probably sealed the win, would have been a two-goal lead. Um, uh, with about two minutes left... Florida pulls a goalie. You have an empty net situation. If you can just somehow find a way to put one into the empty net, series is over. Game seven doesn't go to overtime. You don't lose. You don't, you know, you're not dealing with a, you know, 59 second left Montour goal in regulation and you're not forced into overtime. You're able to finish it in regulation if a few of these things happen differently for you or you handle these last five minutes of regulation differently in game seven. So um, it, there was a game of inches in those last five minutes as well. I remember um, just some close chances and them at times playing too defensively once they had that one goal lead, but that Orloff shot off the pipe was one that I recall and one that he brought up in the exit interviews. Um, and just, if they had just been able to find a way to get that, like an empty net goal, or even to just make an extra clear, like out of the zone. We're, we're talking about killing off the six on five with the extra attacker. And we're not talking about overtime and we're not talking about uh, what happened in the Bruins. How did they uh, find a way to blow a three, one series lead? Yeah. I feel like that extra attacker situation, like that's, it's kind of been overlooked and like those situations are always kind of chaotic, but yeah, just the, their total inability to like to get the puck back and even get clears. It was, you know, 
again, it, like it's tough, right? You're facing a team literally fighting for its for its life, like doing everything it can. But yeah, you know this Bruins team and like how good they've been defensively all year. You you expect a clear at some point there, and just never happened. Like they really just never even had the chance, honestly. But they're just sort of hanging on for dear life, and that's. It's not what you want to be doing in that situation. You want to be a little bit more in control. And, you know, I think Florida just came at them too, too fast and they really weren't, weren't able to handle it. Yeah. The Orloff hitting the post. I forgot all about that one. That was definitely would have, would have ended things right then and there most likely. And forgive me if you guys mentioned this, but didn't they have a power play in a third period too, after taking uh, the lead? Did you guys mention that? We didn't mention it, but yeah. That's yeah, I mean, one. that's that's a missed opportunity. But yeah, it's just the second Pasternak gave him the lead in the third period, they just, for the most part, they 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 played on their heels and they 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 played to preserve the lead as opposed to playing for the win, right? Or what's the saying? They, you played not to lose as opposed to playing to win. So that was that was pretty apparent, and you kind of you get what you deserve in that situation. All right, so uh, I think we answered that one. Uh, kind of want to go actually we can save this one for our other recording because we're gonna we want to get a little bit more into do you want to get into this now or not uh going around the nhl a little bit what other teams choked so far uh through the first two rounds of the playoffs we might as well because i think this one's kind of quick honestly okay well at least for me maybe you guys (laughs) have other ideas but yeah so what other teams choked i mean Bruins are clearly the biggest by far. They, they were the only ones who have blown a 3-1 lead so far. Um, I think you, you could maybe say the Rangers, who are up 2-0 on the Devils, winning two on the road, and then end up losing that series. That's that's a pretty tough look, you know, especially with everything they did at the deadline as well. Um, you know, they probably feel like that's, that's pretty close to a choke. Um, that was really the only other one that stood out. Like, there hasn't... There really been a lot. I mean, you could maybe say Colorado. I think they were up, they were up like two one in that series, maybe. But um, you know, as it turned out, like Seattle, Seattle was a good team all year. They limped a little bit down the stretch, but you know, I don't know. Colorado was a little banged up. They clearly weren't the team that they were last year. So maybe you could say them. You know, defending Cup champs going out in the first round, but. That Seattle team, you know, that ends up taking Dallas to game seven and misses out and getting to the conference finals by one goal. So um, I don't really view that as a choke. You know, Maple Leafs, like, they're just overmatched. Like, I, I don't I don't know if that's a choke so much as a series that they were, were basically never even in, honestly. Like, Florida just controlled that series right from the start. So I don't, I don't really think you can call that a choke. Yeah, it's tough. To, the Rangers, you want to call it potentially a choke, but at the end of the day, they lost. They lost a series to a team that had a. They were higher than them in the standings, so it's it's they played. They were matched up against a really solid New Jersey team. The Oilers, you want to sit there and say they choked another p- possibility way with McDavid and and Drysaddle, but they lost in six games to the number one seed in the West. And Vegas is a better all around team. You take away McDavid and Drysaddle, and I mean Edmonton's just they're just not. They're okay, but they're not great. Uh, Colorado, you mentioned Seattle. Like they, they play hard. You saw them play here in Boston, and was it Boston's best night? No, but it, it was a good indication of how Seattle can play. And, um, yeah, there's – I mean, Tampa Bay, they didn't choke against Toronto. They they played 
a lot of hockey that was bound to happen. Toronto, look, when, when Florida beats Boston, you can't call them losing to Florida a choke. So in my opinion, only one team really choked this year, and it was Boston. Okay. And then so I guess maybe more you would say would be an upset for Toronto than a choke. Yeah. That's that's yes, but that's it's even then it's 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 tough because you Florida just they just did what they did to Boston. So when 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 Toronto wins their first round since two thousand four, I yeah, I guess you could call it an upset based on the standings, but recent memory Florida beating them really wouldn't be an upset in most people's eyes. Yeah. I think falling behind three Oh was an upset. Like I at least expected that to be a competitive series and yeah. you know, to, to lose the first two at home and then go down three, nothing. It's like that. I didn't see coming. The Leafs should have been more competitive than that. I know, I know the Panthers have been rolling and they had all the momentum in the world and all that, but like, I, I do think, you know, there's still, an awful lot of finger pointing going on in Toronto and, and deservedly. So like lots of questions for them to answer, um, you know, and saw like Kyle Dubas, their general manager hasn't fully committed to next season yet. He's like going to take some time. Might not even be his decision anyways. Um, you know, are they going to split up their quote unquote core four? Like does someone get traded there? William Nylander would probably be the most likely one. Like it's, um. Yeah, I think when you go out like as weekly as they did, you know, gentleman sweep style, like there's a lot of questions. But it wasn't it wasn't really a choke. It was probably just I don't know an underachievement, a disappointment, just a a total letdown after you know finally winning a round. 